The doctor's trapped. It's Halloween, and we are in her house. That's odd. I didn't touch anything. And to take it, whatever you are, that you want me outside. Well, say something. I want to get back to my friends. Unless, unless you're the reason I'm unable to get back to them. Very well, then. Here it goes. Well, I demand to speak to someone. I don't like the look of this. No, no, open these doors! It's my ship, you can't lock me out of it like that! That's it. I've had enough. I've had a terrible day, and I want to get back to my friends. I demand you speak with me now! fresh pot. I'm sorry, I... Where are we? Well, you're here! That's all that matters! And you're my guest! So now, how do you take your coffee? Milk? Sugar? I'll take it as it comes. With an explanation, please. Certainly, certainly. So, have you come far? Well, that entirely depends where I am now. I told you! You're here! Where is here? What is going on? Your coffee. I don't want your coffee! Oh, she won't like that. She? This is her house. Guests should be more considerate. That's what she's telling me. They're always keen to leave, but they... Well, they don't understand. So others have come here? Oh, yes. They stay here most of their lives. I thought you said they were keen to leave. Did I? Oh, yes. They used to grow weary by the day. But you seem good company. Uh, by the way, might I ask what your name is? I'm the doctor. Oh, that's good. Doctors tend to be much better at staying alive. I see. And what is your name? I'm Clarence. Hello, Clarence. 
So this isn't your house? Oh, no, no, no. I just look after it. She likes it to remain tidy for visitors. And is it a big house? Oh, yes, there are many rooms. So many, in fact, that I forgot how many. I, I did count them once, though. Could I see one of these rooms? Oh, I don't know about that. Do you not like this one? I'm rather attached to it. Yes, I can see that. But I'd really like to look at the other rooms, if uh, you don't mind. I'm a doctor of uh, architecture. Well, I'm sure she won't mind. Come, I'll show you the dining room. Thank you. After you, Doctor. Thank you. This is the dining room. But it's the same room. No, this is the dining room. It's identical in every detail. And my ship is in here. Oh. Hmm. Well, well, perhaps the dining room is through this door. She does like to move things around, you know. Well, let's hope so. Wait a minute. What happened to the door we just come through? Like I said, she likes to move things around. So it's this door, yes? Yes. Right, then I'll go for this one instead. Hello again. How are you settling in? Settling in? You've been here for a few days now. I wondered if you were enjoying your stay. Well, I'm not impressed exactly. Quite lazy architecture, if I say so. Now, I assume this is the front door. I wouldn't go if I were you. And why not? I'm not a prisoner, am I? Oh, no, no, no. You're a guest. And I think she likes you. Well, that's nice to know. But I really must be going. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> There's nothing there. It's just a void. A vacuum. Oh, this is getting ridiculous! I did try to tell you. Well, you can tell whoever owns this house, if it is even a house, that it's not up to standards. With recycled rooms and no front porch. And then there's you. Are you unhappy with our service? Yes, absolutely. Now I demand to speak with the owner. Now! She won't speak with you. But you can speak with her. Well, that's something. What is it doing? She's rearranging for you. Well, that's considerate of a host. Sit down, Doctor. What's this? Oh. Oh, dear. You know what this is? Unfortunately, yes. A spirit board. But what's it doing here? You wanted to speak with her. What is this place? Why don't you ask? All you have to do is put your finger on the planchette. And, uh, yes, I'm familiar with how these spirit boards work, thank you. Place your finger on a planchette, ask a question, and then the spirit, should there be one, will guide you to spell out the answer. That's if you believe in that sort of thing. Some believe it's psychological, the ideometer phenomenon. It's a bit like producing tears when you experience powerful emotions. You don't choose to cry, but you do. Your body subconsciously reacts. And what do you believe? Well, I'm standing in a house that constantly refigures itself, has a void outside its front door, and a rather unnerving chap that follows me around, offering me coffee with no biscuits. Did you want another coffee? No. 
If we must use this port to talk with her, then let's get on with it. Right. Let's start with something simple, shall we? Are you there? Oh, there's no one. Are you moving that? No, I'm not even touching the board. Then it must be some sort of magnet or manipulation. You asked a question. This is your answer. Yes. So there is someone there. Hello? Who are you? No, wait. Let's make this more interesting. What is this place? H. O. M. E. Home. But home for what? Or whom? Y. O. U. I got my own home, thank you very much. It's cozy and this and has many different rooms. It even has a food processing machine. If I can find it, that is. But you are our guest. Nobody leaves. Clarence here says that you have guests. How many? Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. One guest? What happened to them all? Where did they go? D. E. A. D. Dead? Did you kill them? N. O. No. T. Not. I. N. T. E. Intentionally? Not intentionally? Yes. Hmm. Clarence? Do you consider yourself a guest at this house? Yes, I was one of the first, but no one else wanted to stay. Until you arrived, now there's two of us. Exactly. So why did it say one? Let's see what you have to say to this. If we are to have the same fate, then how many guests are going to die? One. And there's your answer. It starts to make a bit of sense. Not completely, but at least we're getting somewhere. Would you like some coffee? Oh, Clarence. Now we have to look at you. Me? Yes. I don't know quite how to say this. But if there's only one guest, then there's only one death. And considering there's two of us, I'm afraid it looks like only one of us is living. Now, you could say the same about me, but I'm new here. Like you said, you're the first. Meaning others have died unintentionally in these rooms. But you lived. Or maybe you didn't. I don't think I quite understand. This isn't a spirit board. Too precise in its communication. You're not talking to something that used to live. You're talking to something logical. It's a machine. I'm afraid I don't follow. You're not alive, Clarence. You probably haven't been for a long time. You probably cannot remember how it happened. Perhaps the same way the other guests died. You said they didn't leave. If they're not alive now, which would mean that they lived out the rest of their lives in these rooms, dying on their own accord. What? But... but they left! They didn't leave. 
They died here, like prisoners, rotting away. How many years has it been since the last death? Two hundred years. Ah, now you speak, because you know I'm getting to the bottom of this. That front door, for instance, that isn't a void, it's space. The door is an airlock, and you're just a machine, a craft. Multiple rooms, endless space. Your ghost, Clarence. A ghost in a machine. A time-space machine! You are correct. And that's how you brought me here. You sent a distress signal to the nearest other time capsule. I don't understand. This is a ship. A time-space capsule, bigger on the inside, able to reconfigure itself constantly, exits into a void of nothingness, and it's damaged. It's stuck drifting in space, probably for centuries. You were probably the pilot many years ago. Centuries of one room would drive anyone mad. Even the computer. This is her house. I'm a guest. It's not a house. It's a deranged spaceship. You died a long time ago. But the computer kept you alive, creating a nightmare for you to live in again and again. It even attracted visitors for you, but they died too. Then it repeats and repeats for hundreds of years. And it won't end. To prevent you abducting innocents, yes. Everything has to end. And what about me? Clarence, this may seem very real to you, but it's not living. But, but I kept her house tidy, as she asked. Now, now, listen to me, old chap. Let me tell you a story. A long time ago, on my home planet, when I was a young boy, there lived a hermit. He lived on the other side of the mountain, near to my house, if you like. When we were young, before we went to the academy, we would have long summers. Summers where we could do anything. We'd stay out late and watch the sun set behind the mountain, and gaze up at the stars. One day, he found me crying. He put his arm around me and asked what was wrong. I told him that the following day I started at the academy and that the summer would be over. No more long nights, no more dreaming of what could be. He told me that not all things can last forever. If they did, they wouldn't be special. They wouldn't be magical or treasured. Sometimes I look back in a dream, in a memory, and experience it all over again. I can remember the colors, the brightness of the stars, but it isn't the same. It can never be. You're living in a constant memory, Clarence, and it cannot last forever. If you do this, Doctor, you will be a murderer. To be a murderer, you have to kill. But this place has been dead for a long, long time. So you must survive, Clarence. Clarence, you must not listen to her. She's not keeping you alive. She's keeping your spirit a prisoner here. I am alive. No, you're not. Everything dies, Clarence. You can't fight that. But I kept this room tidy. I make the coffee. Oh, for heaven's sake. You are wasting time, Doctor. Well, if you won't do anything, I will. One of these doors must get me somewhere. Oh, no. You can't keep me trapped here forever. You are wasting time, Doctor. Oh, wait a minute. I won't be able to get anywhere at this rate. 
You may be a powerful being to manipulate and control, but you're still a computer! Clarence, you're her owner! But this is her house! But she is your machine! You are the pilot! She will do whatever you command! But over the years, the tables have turned. She may act like she has control over you, but you can still give her orders! But I tidy the- You're in charge here! Order her to shut down! You think this is living? You're not! You're cogging her mechanics now! You only exist because she needs you! You're living her mechanical life, not yours! Take charge of your life again and end it on your own terms! But I... I... Clarence... It's the only way! Clarence... Computer... Shut down. System shutting down... Doctor! Is it... done? Yes, Clarence, it is. And I'm sorry. But I'm still alive. Yes, you were, Clarence. Now rest in peace. Now I best get out of here before I join him. Then, old thing, let's get back to Earth. Jamie and Victoria are still waiting. Oh, old thing, I hope you're not going to go do lally like that computer. No, of course you won't. You're not exactly reliable, are you? <laughs> but I wouldn't change you for anything. Now then, to Jamie and Victoria. Doctor was played by Christopher Thompson. Clarence was played by Joel Hunter. Her House was written by Benji Clifford and Christopher Thompson. Sound design and music was done by Benji Clifford. Doctor Who is property of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. You've been listening to Time Tunnel Media.